The podcast you are listening to is a part of the Between the Lines Studios Network. To find more great podcasts, please visit www.betweenthelinesstudios.com. Welcome to Quadruple Z, the podcast where we watch, read, listen, click, and consume so you don't have to. Hello, I'm Naomi Starziak, and here with me today is Rick Aquila, President and COO of Rotorooter. Welcome to Quadruple Z, Rick. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. Rick is the latest boss to trade the boardroom for the break room on the new CBS show, Undercover Boss. Rick, what prompted you to do this show? The most obvious was the obvious reason was we we felt boy uh, what a what a great opportunity for America to to get to know more about Rotorooter. So um, <clears throat> you know once you get past that decision, it's like well okay let's let's make sure that we understand what this show is all about and what the intentions are. So uh, um, we we somewhat took the leap of faith uh, when we uh, we myself and other managers in the company chose to to go forward. Uh, uh, Undercover Boss had not yet uh, aired, so we didn't really have a reference point. Um, just uh, crossed our fingers and, and dove in, so to speak. How did the whole process start? Um, obviously, someone from CBS approached your company. Yes, it was actually CBS um, um, speaking with our public relations firm, who in turn contacted our public relations manager here at Rotorooter. We uh, we began. Discussing it and uh, went through the steps of uh, does uh, Rotorooter make for an interesting show? Uh, does the undercover boss seem to uh, uh, fit? And and do we think we have uh, you know interesting, compelling stories uh, with the frontline workers? W- whatever the criteria was for uh, CBS, um, the good news is uh, we we tended to uh, pass. Passed the litmus test, if you will, and then we uh, we started production. Now, you started with Rotorooter in 1989. Can you tell us a little bit about your path to becoming the boss? Uh, yes. Uh, started in, in 1989 as a regional vice president. I had been a, a vice president with a, a national lawn care company. Uh, started uh, uh, managing about a, a fifth of the company, uh, a regional area, and and moved um, um, uh, from that point forward, and and I don't have the exact date, but I, but I, I it's roughly about ten years that I've been in the role of president and COO. Wonderful. Now, was talking a little bit about the show. When was the filming actually going on? In terms of the calendar and the timeline, mm-hmm. uh, we we started um, in February. Uh, early February, and uh, as you know, the show is is, is airing April fourth. So uh, um, we didn't dilly dally. Uh, <laughs> we 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 worked uh, rather judiciously and uh, long days to uh, uh, to get this show done. Now, in the show, there's a lot of new tasks that you have to tackle. But was there any moment where you said, "Oh, I I, I know I can do this. I should have." I need a redo button. I know I can do better. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, great question. Um, um, I did hit the redo button. Um, two jobs in particular. Uh, one, uh, being a welder uh, at our manufacturing facility in Des Moines, Iowa, 
Um, uh, unfortunately, there, there weren't enough do-overs. I just never could do it. Uh, frustrating. You know, it wasn't about having a, a camera around or a, a mic. It was, uh, I couldn't get it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. So uh, uh, at some point, you have to say, okay, enough. You've had enough do-overs. Uh, let, let's let's move on. So uh came away from that experience uh a little frustrated, you know. Uh, I, I wanted to prove to myself I could do it, and I couldn't. Um, and another job task that I, I kept hitting the the do-over button was uh, uh, the the task of dispatching at our call center, mm-hmm. and I I just couldn't quite get that one right either. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to balance the needs of our employees, our, our frontline workforce, as well as our customers, and and uh, uh, just too many moving parts. Couldn't couldn't get it quite right. Now, how many different jobs did you tackle during that? Uh, let's see. Total number of different job tasks I would put at about uh, six. Um, brief description: um, uh, cleaning of sewers and drains with our Rotor Rooter uh, branded, our, our patented equipment. That's what we obviously use here at Rotor Rooter. So the more traditional work that people may know. Our brand to be. Um, I also clean sewers with a, a high-pressure water jet machine that uses water versus cabling to unclog any any uh, backup. Uh, ran closed-circuit television camera uh, through sewer lines to look for breaks, offsets, etc. Um, got to weld, as I mentioned, and uh, I got to be a customer service rep taking taking inbound phone calls, trying to book service, and uh, and I got to dispatch. So uh, that I, I think I've covered them all. <laughs> now, before doing the show, what would you say that your hardest job had ever been? You know, going back to, to high school or whatever, what was your hardest job in all of your life? Yeah, and, I, and uh, I'll tell you that, and I did leave one job out, which uh, was pumping uh, grease traps. Uh, and and uh, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And uh, the, the 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 worst, dirtiest, nastiest, smelliest job I've ever done uh, was, was pumping the grease traps. I, if you said, hey, we're gonna we're gonna get you out of this pumping grease trap mode and, and allow you to start cleaning sewers again, I'd go, well, thank you so much for uh, <laughs> giving me the better job. Uh, it was just awful. I don't I don't know. I could even describe it. Uh, Properly, how disgusting it was. But ha- having said that, uh, I'm not sure there was really anything that I've done, you know, uh, uh, you, you know, growing up that prepared me for this type of work. I've I've worked in uh, I've worked in a foundry, which is a kind of a hot, difficult job, you know, 120 degrees by 9 a.m. type thing. I've worked uh, uh, in a glass factory uh, making. Um, Flat glass that was later coated for mirrors, uh, you know, for for homes. Uh, both of those were somewhat hot, dangerous jobs. But I, you know, I, I would have to tell you that doing this work was harder, uh, physically more demanding, and mentally more taxing than anything I've ever done. No, no doubt about it. No, nothing beats the grease trap. <laughs> nothing. It trumps everything. Now, what would you say to a boss who might be considering the show? Um, boy, you know that's uh, uh, again another g- great question. Um, 
I guess my advice would be, Naomi, if if you think you're uh, good enough, coy enough, smart enough to um, only share the parts of your personal life that you feel like sharing and you'll keep the private parts of your life private because you've been able to do it at work with friends, etc. So uh, uh, I would I would say to those who are thinking about doing it, go into it and embrace it with anything and everything that I've ever done in my life, good, bad, and indifferent, uh, more than likely will come out at some point during the show. And if you're not comfortable with that, you probably ought to back away. You probably ought not volunteer. Well, we are we're almost to the end of our time. But uh, before you go, the motto of Quadruple Z is we watch, read, and listen so you don't have to. Do you have any recommendations for our listeners, uh, books, movies, anything like that? Uh, the, the book I'm currently reading is called Yalta, The Price of Peace. I may not get the author's name right. Uh, I think it's spelled P-L-O-H-K-Y, Plokey. And uh, I, I find it rather fascinating that uh, three men who basically controlled the, the world were, were sitting down and deciding how to uh, divide the world after World War II. Um, uh, which we still feel the impacts of it today. So uh, uh, if you have any interest in World War II and or history in general, I think, think your your followers might, might enjoy the book. Well, I know I'm a history buff, so I'm, I will be adding that to my list. Very good. I want to thank Rick Arquilla for stopping by and remind our listeners that Undercover Boss airs Sunday night at 9 on CBS. Quadruple Z is a podcast about books, CDs, movies, TV, and anything else we love in 15 minutes or less. Be sure to stay subscribed and check out our blog. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send emails to betweenthelinestudios at gmail.com or visit our website at quadruplez.com and leave a comment. Quadruple Z is released under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivative Work, 3.0, United States License. Quadruple Z is a podcast about books, CDs, movies, TV, and anything else we love in 15 minutes or less. Be sure to stay subscribed and check out our blog. Stay tuned for more episodes. If you want to get a hold of us, please send email to betweenthelinestudios at gmail.com or visit our website at quadruplez.com and leave a comment. Quadruple Z is released under Creative Commons Attribution, Non-Commercial, No Derivative Work, 3.0 United States License.